0: What is going on? This is Noah. And Jonesy, And this is another mini-major. We are doing this on the Netflix original, The Little Prince. The Little Prince. The Little Prince. The Little Prince. Do you like it? Yes, huh? Mm. I love it. Yeah, you
1: loved it, right? I love You've been telling me about this fucking for movie while. for like, I don't know, six months. Mm. You're like, you guys, have you seen The Little Prince yet? Yeah. I'm like, is that a euphemism?
0: <laughs> and it was, but it's also <laughs> but a movie. It's also a movie. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. But what did you think? We're going to start that way because I fell in you... love with this film fast.
1: Um, You know... I really, really enjoyed the art direction. Mm. I enjoyed the animation. I even enjoyed the story. There we go. I loved it. I thought it was so imaginative. It was so beautifully done. So heartfelt. So heartfelt. Um yeah, I, I absolutely enjoyed this movie all the way through. It was funny because my wife and I put it on and we're like, it was late. So, you know, it was like nine o'clock when mm-hmm. we started. It's like a solid almost two hour film. Mm-hmm. And we
0: surprisingly looked, long for animated
1: film. And we were like, oh, well, you know, we'll watch it for as long as we can and then we'll stop. And then we ended up watching the whole damn thing. Did she like it? She loved it. Mm -hmm. We both did. We, and it was two movies that we saw kind of like that in the same vein, back to back. So it was, it was actually really, really nice. So I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Mm. But what was it about it that you love so much?
0: I mean, I just, the feel of it is just, it's so heartfelt and it just Uh coming from someone who has struggled trying to uh, embrace my creativity while also making money <laughs> yeah it's and just seeing how i mean just the real world how easy it is to get sucked into just kind i don't want to say the monotony but just the same old same old the the machine
1: mm-hmm. and just
0: kind of doing what you're doing because that's what you're supposed to be doing and losing that sense of innocence and happiness and joy and that spark it just is like that the film is like Don't lose it. Don't forget it. Right. And it just has just constantly. I mean, just there's so much symbolism in this. I mean, even the fact that when the little girl decides to uh, explore what this crazy guy is about, she doesn't go through his front door. She goes through that the hole that he made with the propeller, it's like going into this new world. It was almost mm-hmm. like an Alice in Wonderland moment. Yeah, like that
1: secret garden. Yeah. yeah and I, I just,
0: I, and that was when she just decided to break out of, you know, this, what was expected of her. Hmm. You know, and I love the mom because there's not really a bad guy when it comes to the mom because she's doing what she feels is right. And she's caught up in that world, Mm -hmm. you know, and she struggles because she's barely keeping it together because you get the feeling that the dad was so busy that eventually he just never came back, you know. And so the mom just is lost herself and she's like, this is what I know. This is what you know, what's, what's kind of to be expected. And she had a little mini me with her daughter, you know, and everything was, Oh, you can spend time with your new friend next summer. Right. You know, while it's this summer for 30 minutes, for 30 minutes, every what, like Tuesday and Thursday or something. Yeah. 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 And it just, to me, it just spoke. It was just such a romantic and heartfelt film about just life and about actually living. And I just, dude, there's, I, I, don't remember what the first time I watched it. Dude, I like cried in two spots. Oh, like literally. And even this time you get a little choked up. Just there's so much yeah. just genuine heart in this.
1: Yeah. I got choked up towards the very end of this thing. I was just yeah. like, oh, it got me good. You yeah. bastard. You got me. Yeah. the I mean, the main characters are phenomenal mm. in this movie. In my opinion, you have a very, uh very well done opening act with setting the tone Mm -hmm. setting the tone of the movie with, with everybody in their perfect little boxes, everybody doing everything at a, at a certain time doing everything in a particular way that the world sees as normal. Mm -hmm. And I love that the quick moment where she buys this house, in the neighborhood and then realizing that like she can't really afford it but the only reason why she can afford it is because she lives next to the house that depreciates the land value (laughs) value. exactly which I thought was really great Um, it's kind of interesting too because I have friends that are having kids now and they're thinking about you know where do I put them to school and you know I don't want them to go to that school but there's too many you know there's 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 too much to think about that before you even get pregnant blah 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 you know and I'm thinking to myself I'm just like that's crazy that people think that detail about this stuff um but then at the same time i get why they do uh the the worth academy which is the name of the Uh school which i thought was great and worth being spelled w-e-r-t-h i was just like that's such a great play on on words right because all of us are seeking some sort of worth Uh, right proving your worth proving your worth to the world what am i going to give to the Mm -hmm. world that has some sort of value um And, you know, you have this this mom that trained her daughter to get into this school. But you know what I absolutely love is that though as stiff as that panel was when she's sitting uh, in front of them, they didn't ask her, you know, why she's the best candidate. Yeah, they just asked her,
0: what do you want to be? What do you
1: want to be when you grow up? And it, like, short-circuited her, basically. (laughs) She
0: just kept going with her perfect answer. Right.
1: But I think the beautiful thing in that scene for me was that even though the people that were on the other side of the panel that seemed very stiff, they asked a very human question. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that was such a beautiful juxtaposition just in the opening of this movie.
0: Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But it kind of plays to the fact of, like – how you think the world expects you to be isn't necessarily how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: At least in my opinion. So, you know, when the mom sits there, she's like, this is our plan. This is your plan. This is your plan. And Uh she makes this, you know, year long plan, this summer plan for her daughter. I mean, obviously the mom's trying to find worth in her daughter, like Mm -hmm. making sure that this kid that she had is going to be worth it. You know, and she's going to give her a life that's going to be worth it. She
0: wants to make sure she's prepared. So she doesn't fall apart. Like the mom is almost, Well, I mean,
1: my curiosity, is like, well, what type of parent did she have? Yeah. You know what I mean? And outside of that, the the other thing is she doesn't want to fail her daughter. Yeah. I think I call, she feels fear. like she's failed yeah. at I life.
0: I agree. And yet she doesn't want her daughter to fail. Because the marriage didn't last. I feel like she feels she let her daughter and down. She
1: knows she's at a job that she really doesn't like. Mm-hmm. A very quick scene where she's, she's, she's telling leaving her for the work issues. the yeah. issues. And she's like, well, there's anybody that can do it to you, mom. You <laughs> know? Yep. And it's very sweet uh-huh. in how they're doing it. But is the only way the mom knows. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something very beautiful about being a parent because we don't, you know, we are born into our families. We don't get to choose our families. And I think at that same point, our parents are just kind of figuring it out yeah, as they go along. Mm. That's what this mom is doing is she's doing it the best way she possibly can and giving her daughter the best opportunity to get a leg up in this world. So she probably doesn't have to work for the rest of her life yeah. or have the same type of gray job she does.
0: She wants to give her daughter the life that you know, help her have a better life than she had.
1: Exactly. And I mean,
0: in the only way she knows how totally. And
1: I love the, like coming back to some of the art direction, like right away, you have a place that looks the same, no matter sterile. where you're looking, everything is the same. All the suits are tight. All the colors are monochromatic. There's no vibrancy gray, in this gray, film on gray, on gray <laughs> until we get introduced to kind of the decrepit house that's right next door. You know, the old man in the shoe, I guess, if you, if you <laughs> want to think about it. Um, and I love, I love the, the introduction. To who that old man is. And it's so wonderful to have a cantankerous old man like that, that is so still full of life, yeah. even as his life is fleeting.
0: Very childlike.
1: Totally. And surprisingly, I didn't ever relate. To the girl in that whole world, I related very much to the other side of this whole thing. Like I that's am going awesome. to be the old guy yeah. on the other side of this thing. Keep that
0: sandwich in your pocket. You never yeah, know when you you're going to fall and be down there for three <laughs> Dude, days. Some
1: of the comedy is so. I think it's
0: baloney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I love I mean? when she when he says you know like he picks stuff as he goes and she's like he's like I'm a she's like collector or something he goes Hoard her. Hoard her. I'm I'm a hoarder hoarder that's what I yeah. that <laughs> that so he just funny. knows <laughs> yeah and he, I so love funny. it because he's not
1: hiding who he is he's not being like i just collect no i'm no i'm a hoarder i'm not i'm not i'm gonna call a spade a spade (laughs) here the way it was delivered is amazing yeah he's all (laughs) like what's the word hoarder yeah she was trying to say something nice and he's Uh like he's like "No, no no don't gotta sugarcoat it We're good. Um, Uh. My favorite scene um, in the first act of this is when she's climbing to get the the string out of the tree, the Mm. kite or whatever. And she's like, I'm afraid. And most people will say there's nothing to be afraid about. But what I really love about that moment is that he says, of course you are. Yeah. Of course you're afraid. Yeah. That's why we got to keep doing it. That's why you got to push through it. Yeah. You know, and she falls and she falls flat on her face and she ruins her hands basically. And she's okay. Yeah. And I think that's so beautiful. That is such a beautiful way of just sharing. Like, I think we, we go through life a lot, not wanting to be hurt
0: or show any weakness. or show any.
1: Yeah. And I think the beautiful thing about this movie is that you have an old man that just, he is who he is and mm-hmm. he shows his weakness as he shows his strength. And there's something very authentic about who, who that person is mm-hmm. knowing all of that right outside that makes you you makes us love the him even more. And I think living in, in a box the way that we have over the years is like you lose that sense of, um, authenticity sometimes because you're hiding so much from looking bad in front of people Uh you're
0: hiding you're hiding from yourself at some point or you have this this moment where it's like you you get the feeling where i have to conform yeah totally and he's just not about that he's like no thank you and he's okay with that and he, he sees how the world is but he doesn't want to be part of that but he'll be nice to everybody. Look at how nice he was to all his neighbors who wanted nothing to do with him. His snobby neighbors, like, hey, and then they would shut their blinds and
1: the yeah. That's such an interesting because I lived in uh, on a street that just everybody's always talking shit on each other mm. and you know somebody would get a new car and they're just like, how do you pay for that? The whole you know keeping I mean? up with the
0: Joneses type of thing.
1: And I was the Joneses. I literally-, <laughs> literally, literally was the Joneses. I'm um, not in a very rich way by by. Anybody, no, literally, your but last name. <laughs> literally, we were the Joneses. Um, but yeah, we, you know, all of our neighbors were very like, hmm, hmm.
0: No. Mm. See that person that she's been having come around? Yeah, pretty much. And I was just like, this is so catty.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so then in comes this beautiful story that he gets to share, which is about the, the little prince. prince. And the imagination is phenomenal because, you know, it it crosses the line. paper too. Yeah. Amazing. Stop motion. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. Stop motion. Um, And it goes into like 3d stop motion. Uh It kind of goes back and forth in the
0: little prince world, world, all of that was done by paper. Jesus Christ.
1: I mean, I was watching that thing and my wife and I were looking at each other. I'm like, this shit has come a long, long way since nine before Christmas. Yeah um so smooth yeah, and it so beautiful yeah. in the way that it, it went on
0: and i love how it mimicked the drawings
1: oh yeah easily mm-hmm. well yeah i mean it's it was like on the paper of the drawings mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that kind of like coffee stain yeah. parchment or whatever yeah.
0: it was so and even yeah. from the beginning we learn about about i mean you don't kind of realize it until it doesn't take that long but at the beginning it was like uh, the thing about the snake swallowing the animal, so I drew a picture, and it's like, what's that hat? So uh-huh. he had to draw, and basically poo pooing, like, don't do that, you know, right. like don't, don't be different, don't be weird, and he just, he still stayed himself. He just was. Okay. And that beautiful okay. story with the little prince and.
1: Well, I mean, that's the, you know, she learns through the story, mm. right? We learn about the little prince and the little prince becomes real because yeah. stories
0: become real for, uh-huh. for
1: people. Yeah. Um, and she learns about herself and she learns about life and mm. she learns about actually um, choosing something for herself because right now she's in a world that chooses everything for her. Yeah.
0: Even the mom tore up the story briefly. Yeah. You know, and... Because she had that panic moment. She didn't want her daughter to fail.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But doesn't even give her a shot to succeed either. And that's an interesting point, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Where... Parents are so conformists sometimes that they don't even give their kids well, the so opportunity to because fail. Because they're told
0: here's the standard of judging a kid. Uh-huh. You literally have that standard system right. all the way through for you know until you graduate. Right. And it's like I don't want my kid to fall behind. I don't want him to be part of like the I don't know the, the percentiles, but like I was the, part of the dumb kids class, the low percentile. Yeah, yeah. it's like you I have mean, to be to a certain point. Maybe that says a
1: lot about me now, but I don't, <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't know. But at the same time, for me. Um, parents are it's interesting because very few times I run into parents that that think for themselves, you know, they're reading what everybody tells them. They're asking what everybody tells them, which I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I don't have any kids or whatever. So I, I don't presume to know what it is. It makes sense to kind of go that direction. But in all honesty, I feel what tends to happen is you get, you get a lot of drones, you get Mm -hmm. a lot of, of the same, I think, and you get to miss out on who these people are individually when you're Mm -hmm. wanting them to be like everybody else. You know, and I think I struggled a lot when I really connected to in this movie, um, though I connected more with the old man than I was with the girl. But if I think about it deeper for me, there's, there's always been an identity crisis in some form or fashion of, you know, should I conform and do something this way because it's supposed to be that way? Or do I say, fuck it and go the other direction and actually feel more worth? Yeah. But I think the interesting thing about worth is that worth comes from within. Nobody can give you worth other Mm -hmm. than yourself. And I think that for me has always been my journey. Yeah. Because I always felt like I'm finding worth someplace else, whether it's in my career or my relationship or whatever. Yeah. Even I have a great marriage, you know, and my career is in this it's in its path or whatever. And you struggle with worth, but if you don't have it within it's never going to show. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, and I think that's the journey she ended up having to have. Mm-hmm. She needed to find worth, not in the things that she was doing, yeah. but in who she is. Mm-hmm. You know, this man was somebody that, that showed her that, which I thought I was such a beautiful way of doing it.
0: I definitely related to her, but that's, Did you? well, I mean, just my world. It's like, yeah. you know, I, I want to explore more of the creative and more of myself, but I always feel that pull towards. Safe is towards safe. Well, towards structure, towards what's expected of me,
1: you know, and there's a question on that. Like, who do you who is expecting that of you? Is that you expecting that of yourself or is there others expecting it of you?
0: I mean, I think how it started was just this whole, you know, I went to school to major in communications and theater and everything. But just that whole Midwest mindset of like always have a backup plan always have a backup plan. And so, uh, there's a a lot of people kind of struggle with starting with a backup plan and then trying to break out of that, you know, and you get caught in that corporate system and it's like pretty soon you're kind of stuck there. And sometimes the big leaps, there's, you know, the, the current that brings you back. And, you you know, sometimes it's like swimming against the current. Um, And so for me, a lot of it is like, how do I get where I want to get despite having those that current that you're fighting against and what's important and how do you find, you know, because I've been working super hard and just focusing on work for like six years. And at some point it's like. I'm those those are years of my life that I wasn't even enjoying a little bit of or you right. know I was not enjoying it as much as I should have and I need to find that balance
1: sure sure sure. and so
0: for me I mean this movie speaks l- very loud about like find that balance find what truly makes you happy I mean I was at a uh um, like, a, I want to say like a seminar type of thing where the guy was talking about how to be financially successful and all this stuff. And one of the things he said really recently that I think would have resonated with me differently previously, but he was basically saying like, yeah, you're going to be working a lot. You know, I'm not going to be lying you you know the way to be successful which i don't agree with but he said like the way to be successful is you put in the hours you work during the day as well as the weekends and the evenings and yeah you know people will say you're working yourself to death but you look at your bank account and it's growing and blah blah blah
1: so his worth
0: was but my thought was i think that would have maybe when i was younger fully immersed in the corporate world not really realizing i was at the time i'd be like hell yeah that's amazing but when i heard it this time i'm like but if you're not enjoying life, what are you going to spend it on? You know, that's where is the enjoyment for all of that? That yeah. just sounds, I can buy that sounds anything like that a, I want. Yeah, but you can't enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm not going to have the time to go and do it. Oh, you can buy vacations. Okay. But I won't have time to go on vacations. So how is that? How is that? How do I win this? Like yeah. that doesn't. So, you know, this, like I said, this movie is just, I, Man, I just, uh, I, when when he's admitted to the hospital, yeah. know, I was sad. <laughs> sure,
1: it was sad, but it was also beautiful at the same exact mm-hmm. time. I think there's something, you know, I, this is something that I, I, my wife and I have a very different point of view on than most people I find. Cause what, mortality? Had, yeah, completely. You know, like, am I afraid of dying? To a point, yes. But I think, like, um there's also a beauty to dying Mm. at the same exact time. Uh, I mean, life is so poetic in that way, in my opinion. And my wife, you know, she, she works with a lot of elderly people. They're, they're usually kind of on their way out yeah. and she shares some beautiful stories about their knowledge and wisdom of the world and how they,
0: how they are. How do you, how do you feel like this movie dealt with that, so, with the concept?
1: Yeah, so so to that point, I think, you know, she's so, she does, it's it's crazy to think that you have a girl that in her life has needs to have structure. Stability. Stability is a, such a heavy theme throughout this movie. And she found somebody that she can kind of finally latch on to. And that stability is now fleeting and mm. it makes her extremely sad. But the difference is, is that he teaches her that it's not a bad thing, right? This is, so, this is well, something when the
0: rose goes into the sky and she's like, I get it. Exactly. It's like, He'll always like, be with always me.
1: Be. Exactly. I just and I can't think that's forget. beautiful in my opinion. So beautiful. having an older man, Teach her something about herself, mm-hmm. not about him. He teaches her something about herself. Yeah. And yeah, he goes, but at the same time, he's never going anywhere because what he taught her is something that's going to stay with her forever.
0: And changed her life in a way. In a, a great
1: beautiful way. way. And I think they, they didn't make it about, you know, a, you know, a crickety old man that was, you know, dying and he was cantankerous and angry and, you know, all this stuff. No, they made it about a man that, it, a man that loved his life enjoyed where yeah. he was knew that the end of the road was coming and accepted it for what it was and then left being who he was all the mm. way through. And I'm like, fuck yeah. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: It was so, and I loved, I want to be that old man when I'm yeah. old because right. I love uh, his interactions with the cop. Who's just at this point. <laughs> like, so whatever. tired of dealing yeah, with him like right. this guy again. Yeah, exactly. Like I love when the car goes by he's like,
1: he oh, yeah. <laughs> was when only the- going 10 miles yeah. an hour on like a half fucking <laughs> but you he know. knew he didn't
0: have a license no, i no. love that when he's like what a license you know what And she's though? like that, that was a- cop
1: was a dick bro you want to know why because here's a good old man he knows he means well right he got he has a girl that that seems everything seems fine you know what i would have done if i was that cop i would have just driven right behind him and said let's go get you some damn pancakes yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much longer does this dude have? Everybody right. in the neighborhood really doesn't like this guy. I kind of like this guy. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what I mean?
0: I thought that was so funny. He was like, how old are you? When he thought she had a license. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. like, like, no. how old are you? <laughs> yeah. Right. That was pretty funny. He's I, like, it's my birthday. No, it's not. What did you, what did you think of the actual little prince story? Because it was so special like Uh, different
1: yeah here's the thing i really enjoyed the first part of the little prince story about him um
0: with the pilot with the aviator
1: yeah you know like him journeying through space and going past the the asteroids and then um getting to the pilot, uh, the aviator, Mm -hmm. that's right. Which is the, which is the man telling the story. Right. Right. Uh, the one thing that I did like though, is that everybody is in their own little world and they they illustrated it so well with like the mom's world. This is, you know, she's a, she's a penny pusher and, you know, calculator and, um, you know, all these little, everybody's in their own little world and there's nothing outside of that. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Whoa, that's a really cool visual way (laughs) of showing this. Yeah. And in him, his world was this, you know, this was his world which made me think like you know was the little prince that he met did that kind of gave him inspiration for this story like who was he was he mm-hmm. w- was this somebody that was next door at one point was this somebody that he met in another country was it you know where did this yeah. kid come from because if you if you look at each of these little worlds are everybody individually in their own yeah that's why i think it place. works so
0: well to have just you had a snake. You had a rose. You had a fox. You had that's right. because it's, oh, that was
1: such a beautiful story with yeah. the fox. With like, you can't tame. Yeah, you know, you can't tame anybody, mm-hmm. but you get to choose to be with them. That's all you can do. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so beautiful, mm-hmm. such a beautiful story, um,
0: such a beautiful way of expressing that. It was just interesting, all these vastly different s- symbols. Yeah, you know, coming together in a way that just worked. It's so weird. It's like, oh yeah, a little boy fell in love with a rose, and blah blah blah. So it's so right. strange. But then you watch this and you see how what that means, mm-hmm. you know, and how that. So what manifests. do you think?
1: I mean, I, th- I was having a hard time looking at, you know. What is, what does the rose represent? Is that like the beauty of life?
0: I, I feel like the, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it is about life. It is about, um, cause even when the rose dies, that's when she realizes like, he'll always be with me. Right. And I feel like the rose was, um, symbolic of life springing up and just, I mean, even, even with, well, he leaves it, right? (laughs) He leaves it. uh, But what I think, what I thought was beautiful about that is he didn't leave it and didn't feel uh, separated from it until vanity of beauty pushed them apart. Uh So they loved each other for what they were. But the minute that, or, but when like the vanity got so much where it was just clouding what they meant to each other, you know, where it's like, oh, I need a, you know, I need to be specifically over here and I need a glass thing on top of me, uh, blah, blah, blah. And it just got caught up. And that's in, what life does
1: to you. It yeah, says, you, I need this type of car. I need this type of house. I need also this that type insecurity. of security. And... You're letting
0: insecurity push you. And I see it all the time with relationships where insecurity pushes away people who do love each other for what they are. But you have that self-doubt about yourself and that can actually push you away. That comes down to worth, though, doesn't it? But that does, once again. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. To your point about worth. And I thought that was part of it, as well as just life in general. And I loved her going out to seek the little prince to see where he is now. Uh-huh. And then he, um,
1: she finds out that he is a uh, drone. He's a drone. He's a yeah. drone. Another one,
0: <laughs> not a very good one. Who's horrible at losing his brooms. Right. That's so funny. Well,
1: I and I love that type of character because I mean, how many people, I mean, not how many, but I know a handful of people that are just quirky and just, they can't hold a job down, but they're just amazing people. Yeah. And I'm just like, how much of this person is just society? ping-ponging them Society is Society's telling it. this
0: person you better frickin' do this.
1: And they're the type of people that are just wiggling through it and meant they're not meant to be meant there. To be there. Uh-huh. And I thought that was such a really interesting type of character. Um, by the way, some really great voices throughout this yeah. cartoon, like that. So the older um, older prince, is, prince, Paul prince is Paul Rudd. the and, fox is James Franco, right?
0: And then we have Ricky Bridges, Gervais. Ricky, Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Gervais. I mean, like
1: shit, dude. I was like, nice. This oh, is and awesome. I
0: loved that gag about him having to tip his hat every time he. Oh, is. Oh, I know. Especially the, when he's holding was, the girl. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's clapping. He's <laughs> thank like, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: you. That was actually a really fun character. <laughs> that right? was so good. Um, what was the? He was the what man? The um, oh, there was a word for him, yeah, and I'm I look couldn't it up, remember it. It was so good. Um, but yeah, and then he fights through getting his his adolescence back mm. in some form, just
0: finding himself again. I felt like that was a thing because even you look at you look at why these beautiful stars. It's kinda of like the whole uh Joni Mitchell um song about uh Pave Paradise put in a parking lot. Kinda mm-hmm. the same thing. It's like you have these beautiful stars. What are we gonna do with it? We're gonna light the offices. So people work. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> it's all ridiculous. this beauty in the world and, and it's, it's dimmed like, out by yeah. artificial light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just going to be agree. used and abused and getting gotten
1: rid of. Yeah. I mean, you know what I really like too, is you know that it was, he was the, the conceited man, the conceited man. <laughs> I Matt. love that. Is it? Thank <laughs> you. Um, what I love too, was like the things that were happening in the real world, came into the obvious like story world where you know you you have these stars and um some really beautiful montages of the old man and and the girl and what have you but there's the moment where um where it's kind of like the all is lost type of moment and she starts vacuuming all the stars in her room and then we see them in the actual vacuum Mm -hmm. cleaner kind of getting chewed up shot. Yeah. Twirled just like around. It happens. And at the very, towards the very end the, you know, climactic moment, she find all the stars are kind of in the same type of contraption, which I thought was really, really cool to kind of play with. And she cracks them open and she frees all the stars and everybody kind of, uh,
0: yeah. you know,
1: they see it and it's beautiful. Um, I don't know, man. I just, it's such a, um, it's such an interesting themed film, It's refreshing, right? Well, it's so nice because it's, uh, if this is what, what our kids get to grow up with from like an animation type of standpoint, mm. I mean, we had Barney.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, we got Aladdin, you know, and right. Yeah. beauty and the beast yeah. and things like that, which was good. But I feel like the the perspective of what these cartoons are telling us and teaching us now are so much more richer. Yeah, like it hits the soul differently. Mm-hmm. I feel like this I don't genuinely watch,
0: any age can just love this. Well, movie. Shit, I'm thirty. Me and my wife are thirty, yeah. and we
1: watched it, and I was just like, "Ooka, oh this is amazing!" You know. So I, I mean, I'm telling you, I absolutely love this movie.
0: Yeah, a couple <laughs> of fun facts I learned about this awesome. So. A lot of the voices have Marvel in common, so if you think about it, so Jeff Bridges, Iron Man, Rachel McAdams, Doctor Strange, Paul Rudd, Ant Man, Benicio del Toro is Guardians of the Galaxy, and I mean that's all Marvel Studios. But also you have James Franco who is in Spider Man. So a lot of a lot of Marvel. Um, <laughs> well, it's uh, I don't know.
1: maybe it's Marvel, but it could also show like how much Marvel has just basically.
0: Shoved itself into the studio system. Yeah, it's a funny coincidence. I really like it. Uh, before doing the movie, Marion Caltier, is that I say your name? She did The Rose. Um, she used to play The Rose. Who played when The Rose, by the way? Marion Caltier. Uh, um, the one
1: from. Uh, I hate doing this
0: as an example because I hated this movie, but in Dark Knight Rises, she was um, Talia Al Ghul. Oh, you that. But could she's just also in, in um, Inception. Inception. Yeah, that's the one. Um, but she, which, when they. So. Uh, she, when she was younger, used to play the Rose uh, visiting children's hospitals. Well, yeah. From so the it's book? From the book. That's really cool. Book. It's really cool. And this film was dubbed in French. So technically, even though it premiered over there and everything, technically it was made here first with American voice actors. But then they dubbed it over for France and it became the highest grossing animated film to debut at over there ever. Wow. And, uh, and reason it's for good reason. And in Brazil, it was one of the first, if not the first animated films to top the box office there. And here's the maddening thing about this. Uh, Oh, and she, by the way, she's the only actress because she's French. She did both the American version and the French version as the rose. So that's I thought that where everyone else, their voices nice, were different. cast different. Yeah, totally. Um, but what's frustrating is Paramount was going to distribute this at the beginning of the year. And they dumped <sighs> it because they apparently ran out of either money or enthusiasm to promote this because they're spending so much time. promoting so After all
1: the big leak stuff, though, I wonder no, if it just no, got that's Sony. Per- oh, OK.
0: So but with Paramount, they debuted uh, this year at the beginning. Zoolander 2. And Wixie, whiskey, foxtrot, tango, or whatever. Two major bombs for them that they spent a lot of money promoting. I'm just
1: really quick to that, I would have done without Zoolander, and I would have done the, the Prince. Yeah, whiskey, tango, foxtrot is actually a really good movie. But the marketing
0: was awful for and that. That's
1: the shittier part. To they me, made man. it seem
0: like a funny, yeah. Funny like T. I, T. I really, movie.
1: I really liked the um, film in itself. Um, so. That's kind of a bummer for that movie, but it's, I would have totally have Nick's Zoolander yeah, and totally. put this in place. Totally, dude. but like so they, fast.
0: I mean, I don't know if they ran out of money per se, but they just didn't have the P for <laughs> they it. They
1: didn't have money, but they did Zoolander. Yeah. Like, come on! But, but that's the crazy
0: thing is, by the time the beginning of the year happened, it already made over eighty-eight million dollars worldwide on a budget of eighty-one million. But it's already made mm. that money internationally from last year, so it would have anything they it could have done been fine it would have been fine and it's so unique and this book has worldwide has so many fans that i mean come on like have this, you read
1: the book before watching I this movie i've never no, i've never uh, even
0: heard of it but this i mean this could have been a gem for paramount and this year they've had a ton of duds you know just they had the ninja turtles movie they've had a lot of stuff that just hasn't hit well, like they, they sad. wanted to, and this one, they decided to dump Netflix was very smart. Honestly, this could be nominated for best animated picture easily, easily, easily. And this is rival, just whatever
1: Pixar's doing.
0: Absolutely. Whatever. Absolutely. So that is kind of a bummer, but it's Netflix's gain because sorry, Paramount, but this was a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Well, oh, well. It uh, made its money back it it, So I'm yeah, happy dude. for it And you know what You Whoever has
1: Netflix Go see it It's free on yeah. Netflix yep. Like Please If you got kids Sit them down Watch this movie You will love
0: it too Enjoy it You'll probably them. cry more than your kid Your kid will not understand Why you are crying
1: Or they will man or Kids are will. a lot more in tune Than I think people give them credit for mm-hmm. In all honesty and it's,
0: it's good pacing for kids It's a lot of fun I almost say Like This is like uh Up <laughs> you know with that <laughs> to sentimental to a point
1: to a point, point I'll agree with you it does have this you know um, whimsical sense of mm. adventure that that takes
0: flight but if genuine you will, emotional and... arc like the beginning of the movie up where you're just like this is the opening credits
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, but there's something i don't know, no, I, I, know. I might it's disagree I was about to say, i'm gonna yeah. disagree with you yeah. there because i didn't feel like crying in the first five no. minutes of this movie up uh, no. i was bawling before yeah. the movie
0: started and this earns it like this earns that emotion i love the music the music was perfect for it to even talk about that yeah the music
1: was really really well done yeah
0: i was like oh my god so go see it please we loved it please and tell us tell us what you think yeah thank us for exposing, <laughs> exposing you to, <laughs> this. to this movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it was, it was good man so thank you for the recommendation because yeah, you've been you telling for, me to watch it for a while so i've yeah. been i was like all right we'll do it we'll do it i'm glad you finally did i know it's so, exciting well thanks jonesy thank you
0: all right till next time till next time we out